Students Incorporated, a podcast where we dive into relevant topics and issues related to the world of business, technology, education, and design. I'm your host, Mr. Jason. Episodes include student conversations, interviews with thought leaders, and inspirational stories with an international flavor. This podcast is created and produced with the help of students from the International Community School of Bangkok. episode, we explore the topic of past to present, and I'm joined by our student co-hosts, Lion and Linda. We also welcome our special guest, Mr. Luke. But before we jump into our interview with Mr. Luke, I'll turn the mic over to our co-host. Thank you, Mr. Jason. And now for our quote of the day. Our quote comes from Winston Churchill. He said, success consists of going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. Good words to think about, especially as we have started a new school year. Don't lose your enthusiasm, even if you have a failure. But before we get to Mr. Luke, here are some headlines from our news desk. In our own school, the cafeteria has been renovated, but the school food is still the same. In other regional news, Storm Moan hit Bangkok, leading to massive traffic jams and long delays. Students were eagerly waiting for a flood day. An interesting development is that scientists are looking to revive the Tasmanian tiger that died out in the 1930s. Thank you for those headlines. Now let's jump into the first part of our segment with Mr. Luke. I'll hand the mic back over to my co-host as they have some great questions they'd like to ask you about your past to present journey from teacher to headmaster. Our first question for you is, which high school did you attend? Oh, thanks, Lion. I attended a huge uh, public high school in, in Tennessee, Cleveland, Tennessee, called Bradley High School. Uh, it was a very large school, 3,000 students in the school. I think I had over 800 people in my graduating class. So really kind of the classic public school experience in so many ways. Um, nothing like ICS. I didn't know anyone outside of my kind of immediate circle. So yeah, large high school experience. Interesting. Our next question is, what were your favorite or least favorite classes? Oh man, I wasn't the most uh, studious student in high school. I was much more concerned about uh, friends and girls and sports than I was about academics. Uh, But if I had to say what were my favorite and least favorite classes, definitely my favorite classes would have been like PE, art. I took uh, several pottery classes in high school because that's where all the girls were. Um, I really love PE classes, anything that was not focused on academics or more focused on like, hanging out and having fun. That was great. Driver's Ed, we had a class where you actually learned how to drive. One of my favorite classes. My least favorite classes, I was fine with most academic classes except uh, math classes. I was really terrible in math and uh, I did not enjoy it. So. Yeah, but I guess that would be my least favorite. I didn't know we also liked girls a lot, Mr. Luke. (laughs) Anyway, our next question is, what was your most embarrassing moment in high school? Uh, Lion, I think uh, I had many, many embarrassing moments throughout high school, and and many of them revolved around asking people out on dates. Uh, So that was always super embarrassing. But I think if I had to think of the actual most embarrassing moment, I would say, I think it was my senior year, one morning early in the school year, I was driving to school um, and I was driving too fast and trying, I was in a rush to go pick up my friend. We were actually going to go get breakfast before school. So 
So I was trying to pick up my friend, get back to breakfast, and then go to school. So I was driving too fast, driving a little recklessly, and I hit a truck that was in front of me and completely destroyed my car. It, it like rolled off the embankment. And I was okay, everything was fine. But then after the, after the accident, when I walked back up to the road, I realized that I'd hit a truck full of vegetables. They were taking vegetables to be sold at somewhere, I guess. And uh, so there were vegetables all over the road, everywhere. And this was like, I don't know, maybe one or two miles from my high school. So keep in mind that 3,000 people were trying to get to my school. So they see me standing on the side of the road, my car destroyed, and a truck that I hit that was also pretty destroyed, and vegetables everywhere. <laughs> uh, I got teased about that a lot, actually. <laughs> it was pretty fun. Most people deal with failure at least once in their lives. How did you move on from failing an exam or a test? Oh, uh, I've definitely dealt with failure way more than once in my life. <laughs> I had lots of opportunities for growth uh, through failure. I would say, honestly, for me, I wasn't, the, again, I wasn't the best student in high school. So I actually didn't care about failing tests. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't really fail classes, but I was a solid C student. But if I failed a test or something like that, I just didn't care. Uh, one thing that I did care about, I was, in, I was involved in sports. Uh, I was really involved in wrestling when I was in high school. and. So I really, really cared about being successful in that. And I also dealt with a lot of failure in that area too. So anytime that I lost a match or kind of had a bad practice or something like that, it was super frustrating. I was, I don't know, I guess a bit of a perfectionist. Like I wanted to be, I wanted to win all the time. So it was really hard to deal with. Um, but luckily I had some, <clears throat> some mentors in my life that actually helped me kind of process through that to be able to realize uh, that you actually learn way more from failing than you do from succeeding. And when I kind of look back on it with that mindset and that perspective, I would say I can, I completely agree. Uh, I learned, I, I, can, I can still remember to this day many of the matches, wrestling matches that I lost, uh, where I can't really remember many that I've won. Uh, and, and thinking back on what I learned through those experiences and through those kind of hardships and whether it would be a mistake that I made or really just at the end of the day, this, this other person was better than I was, right? And kind of learning through that as well. So yeah, lots of failures. Uh, anytime you're in sports, you're, you're never gonna win all the time. So yeah, I learned a lot from that. That's a very great advice. Thank you, Mr. Luke. Now, what was your favorite memory from high school? Anything in particular that you really enjoyed? <clears throat> I had a lot of really great memories, Lion. I think, um, again, kind of the classic high school experience. I, um, I was super involved socially, so I was more, I think most of my memories revolve around either sports or kind of like after school, social things. Um, we had different, school kind of functions uh, every year, whether it be like big dances or uh, people had these huge parties at, at farms and things like that. There were uh, not school sanctions, but there were school events for sure. And that was super fun. Uh, I think being involved with the wrestling team was a huge part of, of high school and, and would definitely have to be up there as, as some of my favorite memories. Also, um, was part of the cross-country team when I was uh, earlier in high school and I really enjoyed that and made some really good friends. But I think like most people, 
just kind of moments with friends really stand out for me as as pivotal moments in high school and then trips i would also say trips we didn't go on school trips like ics students do uh, for salt or anything like that but we had athletics trips wrestling trips so the wrestling team that i was on we really were like a family and, and to be able to travel together we traveled all across the, the eastern part of the united states and so that was definitely um, the most enjoyable part of high school for me Cool. Our final question for this segment is, what inspired you to become a teacher? Yeah, great question. Um, I took the long road uh, to becoming a teacher. I tried out several other different things right out of college and kind of had different ideas of what I wanted to do. Um, and it, so I was, uh, I think I was 30 by the time I actually got into teaching for the first time. And a couple of things I would say, I, first of all, I had a teacher in college who really inspired me. He was a history professor. I was a history major. He was an amazing, unbelievable teacher, like lecturer that just kind of, really just kind of talked most of the class. We had class discussions and things like that. But he was this incredible storyteller that was really able to make history come alive for me, which I had never experienced. So I ended up forging kind of a good relationship with him throughout college and he became kind of a mentor and we would go to his house for dinner, or go out and get coffee. Uh, but then also, so yeah, I think the thing that kind of cemented it for me was um, my wife was in this graduate program through her college and she had the opportunity to go to Ghana in West Africa to do her student teaching. and. Honestly, I wasn't a student, I wasn't anything, but they invited me to go because they needed another male on the trip. They didn't want to, it was 10 girls and one guy at that point, and they didn't want to send um, without, to Sub-Saharan Africa without another male student. So they asked me to go along and just kind of like be there as kind of the trip leader. And while I was there, uh, in order to not be bored, I ended up actually teaching in a middle and high school there. Uh, some social studies classes just for fun and I absolutely loved it and I remember my mentor teacher one day her name was Beauty actually and uh, she had watched me teach and I walked out of the class afterwards and she was like standing there and was like tears coming down her face and said God made you to be a teacher and I remember that like completely cemented in my heart I'd already been kind of feeling that way because of this relationship with this professor that I had but that really kind of cemented in my heart. They're like, okay, yep, this is uh, this is what God has for me and this is what I want to do. And with that, we'll be right back in a moment with more from Mr. Luke, teacher, educator, and headmaster extraordinaire. doesn't really make any profit and people like the class of 2023 keep us on the air. So here's a message from them. Listen up everyone, ICS Carnival is happening this Saturday on September 3rd. Come on out and support the cause and the seniors. Come experience being lost in Japan, wandering through the cat cafe, going through the amazing obstacle course, passing by the origami booth and more. Come to support the class of 2023. Especially Linda's photo booth. with our part two with Mr. Luke. It's always fascinating to hear the personal journeys of people we know. 
With that said, let's jump back into our questions. Thank you, Mr. Jason. Let's start off with, how many years have you been part of the ICS community? Uh, I've been part of the ICS community since 2009. So my family and I came, my wife and I came with a one-year-old son in 2009, where I, I taught middle school social studies for two years. Uh, and then actually we went back to the United States for a year after that and kind of thought that our time at ICS was over. But then uh, God brought us back the very next year by, uh, I think, Christmas of that year that I had left. I knew that I was coming back. So it was great. And then, so we came back in 2011 and I've been here ever since. So I think this is our 13th or 14th school year. Um, and obviously I made some changes through there. I shifted when I came back. I was a high school teacher. I taught world geography and modern era history and then moved into the high school principal position. And now uh, my second year as the headmaster. Our next question is, how was your transition from being a teacher to a principal? Yeah, I think that honestly, Linda, the transition from teacher to principal was probably like the biggest one that I experienced. Um, I, I really, really love teaching. And I think most days I really enjoyed every aspect of teaching. So kind of at, <clears throat> at the same time, I did want to be uh, principal and move into administration eventually. I didn't think that it would it would come as soon as it actually did. Uh, so it was a bit of a transition. As a teacher, I always tried to be super relational with students. I tried to get students to, um, I was more concerned about them really getting kind of being inspired and, and enjoying the subject than I was with the actual like details and information that they were learning on a daily basis, right? I felt like if students could really enjoy the subject and, and, and be really genuinely interested in the subjects that I were teaching, that the knowledge would come because they would want to learn it more themselves. Uh, so I was, I was very intentional about that and relational. So obviously when I moved into the principal's position, it's a different, a different role and you can't, <laughs> my, my role wasn't trying to inspire students to love what I was doing because I was a high school principal and no high school student uh, is going to love all the things that a, that a high school principal has to do because there's there's other things that come up whether it's through policies or discipline or whatever it may be. So that transition was actually kind of difficult. I, I always felt like I was really like student focused as a teacher and I, I think that I tried to maintain that as much as I could as a as a principal but it's just different right you don't I don't have the relationships with a hundred students like I did uh, when I was teaching all the time. So uh, that was actually challenging in a lot of ways for me, but um, I, I found different ways, whether it's through life groups or, or leading various student groups or speaking in chapel or whatever it may be, I tried to find different ways to connect with students on a, on a different level. I just want you to know, Mr. Luke, a lot of us do love you as a headmaster <laughs> and principal. Oh, thanks, Lon. You're the best. Well, I've got a very good question for you. You could have chosen any sort of principal to, to be serious, intimidating, cool, good cop, bad cop. How do you decide what type of principal you wanted to be? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, and I think, well, hopefully no one ever thought I was intimidating. I don't, I don't want to be an intimidating person. Um, I think that was, that, that was actually kind of hard because I went from being a teacher to a principal, a teacher that 
I think most people would have thought I was, you know, fun and, and cool and not so serious uh, to a principle where there are days where you have to be serious. There are conversations that I had where I, I had to be serious. I couldn't be fun or cool or funny or uh, uh, I think I could always, I always tried to say, okay, I can always be nice. No matter what the situation is, I can be nice. Even if a student's getting disciplined, I can be nice about it. Um, and I think the kindness was uh, kind of the most important thing to me, that students, even through discipline or even through hard conversations or, or whatever it may have been, kind of tough situations, I tried to, to be kind. So I wouldn't say that I, I had uh, an actual mindset of, okay, I wanna be this type of principal, but more kind of adapting and adjusting to whatever the situation is. I mean, in, in, in throughout the school day, you encounter hundreds of different things uh, as a teacher or a principal or any adult working in a school or a student being in a school. So I think uh, you just kind of have to adjust depending on the situation. The following question is, what is your daily routine now as the headmaster? What are some of the tasks you generally have to complete on any given day? Mm, yeah, good question. Uh, daily routine, uh, it depends on the day. I usually get up pretty early. Uh, sometimes that involves a workout, whether it's a, going swimming or running or biking something. Um, I try to stay active as much as I can. So um, that, uh, my day always starts with coffee because uh, <laughs> I couldn't survive without that. Um, and then I usually get to school somewhere around 6 a.m. Uh, usually in the mornings, that's kind of a, a nice hour of the day where there's less interruptions and less things happening because there's not many people here. Um, and then throughout the day, you know, general tasks, honestly, it, it depends, it depends on the day. Uh, I'm in a lot of meetings with a lot of different people. Um, I, I typically uh, work with, work most closely with the rest of the administration team, so Mr. Steven, and then our division principals. I, I work very closely with our principals, uh, helping them, supporting them in whatever way I can, and trying to make sure that they can do their jobs to the best of their abilities. Uh, my job obviously involves a lot of communication with the community, whether that's with teachers and staff here on, on this campus or our parents and students as well. Um, so I would say those are, those are some of the daily routines. And then I try to be as present as I possibly can on the campus, just uh, making sure that, you know, I, I, I really enjoy getting out and talking to students during lunch or after school going to soccer games or, or other sports activities that are happening after school and, and kind of being part of the community in that way. So. Very fascinating, Mr. Luke. Now, our next question is, do you have any funny anecdotes from when you were principal or now as headmaster? <laughs> well, yeah, Lion, there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of funny things that happen. I always found humor in uh, when students like got in trouble. <laughs> Not that they got in trouble, but the way that people try to get out of getting in trouble was actually the, the funny part. But so there's some privacy issues there, so I won't tell any of those stories specifically. Uh, I've always enjoyed fun things that students do. Uh, relationships with teachers have always been, been fun with me. I've had really great relationships with a lot of the, the high school teachers specifically because I was in the high school for so long. Um, and kind of bantering back and forth with teachers or uh, I had a life group one year that liked to play pranks on me. 
And I came into my office one day that was not a life group day, but they turned everything in my office upside down. And I had no idea when I walked in and I was like, what is going on? It took me a week or so to figure out who did it and why they did it. But, so yeah, little things like that. It's, uh, it makes things, makes life enjoyable. Our final question is, if you could sum up your experience as the headmaster so far, how would you describe it? Well, my experience as a headmaster specifically, that's a, that's a tough question. So I started the job last year, uh, obviously after Mr. Darren retired and we kind of had several administrators that moved positions. So uh, kind of moving into the headmaster's position in the middle of the COVID pandemic was not ideal by any means. Um, I felt like you know, a lot of my job last year was, was COVID related and COVID focused, whether it was communication uh, with parents and students and teachers and the rest of the administration or uh, kind of working with Ajahn Angsana, our Thai director, on getting the school reopened and, and kind of making sure that we were doing everything that we were doing there. So that was super stressful. That was uh, not, honestly, on a daily basis, not the most enjoyable experience. It was. There were many days where I was like, man, what have I done? You know, like, because uh, I went from being the high school principal, which I can genuinely say I enjoyed almost every single day, uh, to, to being a headmaster where it just wasn't as fun and enjoyable and fulfilling as, as being the principal. Uh, obviously, things changed, things got better over the course of the year. And um, I think I started to settle in finally. and. Uh, it's been fun. It's been a learning experience. I'm still learning each and every day now because now we're kind of starting this year and it's kind of everything for the first time all over again, right? Because last year was so unique and so different. So, but I really am enjoying it. My wife was asking me last night, actually, like, do you feel, do you feel like you're enjoying your new job? And I'm like, yeah, actually I do. This time last year, I don't know that I could have said that, but, uh, right now I do I do feel like I am. And, uh, that's great, looking forward to continuing. Okay, well, unfortunately, we are running out of time and have to end this segment with Mr. Luke. Any last words of advice for our listeners before we sign off? Oh man, I'm not uh, the best with advice. I don't know, <laughs> be kind to one another, love each other. Um, yeah, never, never pass up an opportunity to show someone love. As we end this episode, we'd like to say a special thank you to our listeners for joining us. Please stay tuned for the release of more episodes as we continue to dive into more topics and interviews relevant to you, our listeners. This podcast would not be possible without the hard work and support of our international student production team. All music and sound effects are courtesy of Pixabay.com, a vibrant community of creatives sharing copyright-free images, videos, and music. Thanks everyone for tuning in and until next time, we're Students Incorporated where your voice matters.